Material Components, Season 2, Episode 13, Belly of the Beast. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I'm your humble dragon master, Mike Gergoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. So happy to be here right now. Yes, of course. What's I'm happening? Like, Olivia, what's help me. Good voice. No. It's allergy yeah. season. Maybe. I refuse. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I am the normal-speaking Olivia, and I will be playing Florian of Akalar. I know it, and I'm playing God a show. Shay, I said my character's name wrong because I was being stupid. <laughs> I am Elliot, though, and I am playing Shay. Uh, my name is Michael, and I'm playing Oswald. Octavia. You don't get to play unless you say it normal. Okay, my name is Michael, and I'm playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. I'm Reed, and I'm disappointed. Uh, no, I'll be playing Amari. What's new? So same thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oops, totally. I got stuck with this team. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. But of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Elliot, do you remember what happened last time? No. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Not even, like, funny. So, uh, aboard the Demetrius, we were uh, trying to figure out uh, what's going on on the ship, if there's anybody on board. Um, trying to get uh, some power back on. Uh, see if we can salvage the ship. Maybe get it moving towards the Storm's Repose. Uh, and we couldn't very well do that from the hull. So... Or the, uh, sorry, the bridge. Apologize. Uh, so we left the bridge and decided to pop on down to engineering uh, to see if we could get some lights on and some gravity. Mm-hmm. And other such sundry things necessary for uh, locomotion. Yeah, because normally you would um, be able to do all of those things you just mentioned from the bridge, but... But there's no freaking power. Mm-hmm. And it seemed that all the power was being leached, which we went over in the last uh, the last uh, recap. Indeed. Um, uh, so we s tried to scoot on over to engineering, um, and we ran into a few odd things along the way. Uh, one of them being a zombie uh, that was thankfully still strapped into one of the uh, gunner uh, seats. Mm -hmm. um, it really wanted to eat our Aether and or us. A little bit uh, of column A, a little bit it. of column B. A little bit of column A, little column B. Amari shot it, which basically didn't do anything, uh, which is great. It's just so... I mean, it so, did do it's something. Like, its head's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't, like, stop it the, from ambulating. The eating part is gone. Mm -hmm. so it does good. raise some upsetting questions about how it would accomplish the eating yeah. part of what yeah. zombies do. Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we moved on from that upsetting scene. Mm -hmm. uh, on to uh, another possibly more upsetting scene. Um, because what you can see is scary, but what you can't see is even scarier. And what we couldn't see was inside a very dark room through a crack in a door. 
So we also left that one. <laughs> just closed and that door and strolled on by. Door I love, behind us. I love this curious, curious bunch. It's very yep. entertaining. I, as a DM, I really appreciate the let's lay out an obviously dangerous scenario that the adventurers would, of course, try to poke their nose in, only to have them go, close the door, walk away. We have other shit to do that is possibly also dangerous. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it's that same scenario of, like, if you were in a horror movie and it's like, oh, do I go look at the spooky thing in the woods? Oh, no, oh. fuck that. Oh. No way in hell. Uh-uh. <laughs> And we finally made our way into uh, engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still dark and spooky, and stuff had power, but like, like base minimum to keep it like vaguely running. Um, so I spilled my guts to Oswald and said that I was a wizard, so that he wouldn't touch anything. <laughs> um, and I felt something. And it seemed in... as though something felt back. Yeah, because after we kind of checked in with Duma and uh, coming into contact with this thing brought all the power and the gravity back on. And we started going through some ship systems. And we discovered that whatever uh, had been leeching power off of the ship was now uh, moving. A little, little dark cloud of no energy moving towards the bridge. So, how's that going, Mike? (laughs) As you all stand now in the belly of the engineering bays of the Conus Empire Daedalus-class research vessel, the Demetrius, you watch in silent horror and attention as this small little bubble of darkness moves through the power readout that is displayed above a console here where you stand. It moves with this jerking motion that is upsetting to watch just simply based on the projection of... You're not even seeing a thing move. It's just lights going out as you're watching them on this small display. And... Maybe it's the update time for the system. Maybe it is the actual way in which whatever this is is moving, but it will be dark in a location, and then a different chunk of the ship slightly further along will be dark, and then it will have, before your eyes, moved onto the bridge, and the bridge has gone dark. And it stays on the bridge? Whatever it's doing, it is doing it on the bridge for now. I don't know what you all do in reaction to this. Chase it down and ask it if it wants to be our friend. <laughs> good, good, good. This is good. And if that doesn't work, then I suppose we could just, you know, shoot it. If it's oh. something we can shoot. I mean, if it's aether based, we could shoot it with aether based weapons. That's we we went over this before, right? Yes. You can mm-hmm. shoot ghosts. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it can like. Shay felt it in the aether itself, not like it was. Yeah. I mean, isn't yeah, that what a ghost can, is at this it, point, though? Can it static shock itself and fucking turn into pure electricity? Is my concern. You don't know. Could it be just a another wizard? Uh, 
good question because Mike, um, when we were being chased by that other mech on Talgan, when I was in the system fighting it, the other presence I felt like I knew that was another wizard, or was that just kind of like, oh, this is probably another wizard controlling this? How how like definite was that? Was a safe assumption to make because something was okay. wrestling for control of the aether of that mech suit with you okay so whatever was it was no... doing was capable of doing the same thing you can do yeah okay but there was no like like was there's no special um aether signature of wizards that other wizards can like feel that's probably something they teach at wizard school don't you think uh was <laughs> i sick that day if you stay long <laughs> enough i feel like that might be something you'd learn there Oh, that's the third. That feels like a higher level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe I 202, maybe? Yeah. That might be oh, a 400 level I class. I didn't, like, drop Jay. out the first day. <laughs> Jay, like, has a sudden flash to their, like, the next syllabi, like, syllabi. <laughs> Wizard the signature. They were gonna take. Yeah. Well, signature. No, what it is is there's a, a shot of a whiteboard. And it just says, how to detect other wizards. And there's someone giving a lecture and then, like, soft focus back to Shay in the back row drawing a cool S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring back the S. Carving got, it I'm into like, the I'm desk. I'm, like, sitting in the back with sunglasses on, but I'm, like, snoring. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, like, seven in the morning or something it's like right. first first thing in the morning class yeah that class no one was expecting you to really like pay attention in that class and i think this is I all think stuff, I traded, stuff they'd cover in the lab too so i traded right, exactly. this one for i traded this one for a free period and i spent <laughs> the free period smoking behind the bleachers <laughs> so <laughs> which is crazy because you can smoke wherever you want yeah you like, don't need to be behind like the bleachers what the hell and we didn't have sports, so I don't know why we had bleachers anyway. Um, Wizard sports. Yeah, the ancient and noble tradition of stickball. Yeah. It's mind stickball, though. It's weird. It's actually just uh, all of the players line up on the sidelines and move the equipment on the field with their minds. Pretty cool. That'd be a pretty rad sport, actually. <laughs> It's a like, lot less uh, risk of injury like, that way. Like when chess players like play each other, like hypothetical games where they just say the moves yeah. to each other. Like that's actually what Wizard Sport is. It's like a Sherlock it Holmes like, Moriarty mind yeah. duel. Is that what we're yeah. talking? <laughs> okay. This, every iteration gets better and better. <laughs> this My sounds pretentious as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My point is that your wizarding education does not cover yeah. sensory identification, mostly because I do not believe you have a talent specialization that would cover that. No. Right. Yeah, I we're having a lot of fun here. <laughs> but <laughs> we laugh I, because I of do, the terror. Yeah. <laughs> uh we're having a lot of fun here, but I I do think that, that I mean, I'm assuming wizard school is something that, like, you're you're there from a very young age if you're a, a wizard. Especially um, an elvish wizard, yes. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, there is some sort of... Yeah. I, I will say that, yes, Shay left before any, um, like, you know, dialed-in training for being, like, an Imperial Navigator, which is, I'm assuming, 
a thing that Imperial navigators would need to know is mm. the Aether signature. So, yes. <laughs> I'm going to drop out, but it's not like I fucking left after two classes. <laughs> no, you know enough about the trade to not die due to overexposure to uh, other people's etherics, which is very important. Yeah. Yeah. What was I doing? Oh, yeah. The point um, is, is that Shay doesn't know if this yeah. is a wizard or not. <laughs> I don't know stuff. I don't get shit. But I it could be. Things. What if? It's very possible. What and if? And the fact that it was in navigation also sort of... That's what I was thinking. Think. Perhaps the navigator of this vessel, perhaps a wizard such as yourself, was turned into a ghoul? Maybe, or, or, yeah. or is ghost. just like a straight up ghost now. Yeah. yeah. Or just decided to murder everyone on this ship. It happens. So fairly possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I don't want to ask you, Oswald, why you know that that just happens. It's on the archive. Okay. There are many examples of it happening. No, okay. Uh, the comms idea... Oh, no, actually, that's still a bad idea because of all the corpses that started to move. I don't hmm. want to let any more know that... Hmm, maybe I could try to calm the bridge? I mean... Leeching Aether is not inherently making this a bad thing. It's bad that it can... can uh, do it from us, though, like that that's not a yeah, good sign. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, it, it seemed startled by my presence in the Aether. I, if we tell it why we're here, and maybe it won't be so um, upset. Yeah, maybe. As you're having this conversation, you see that a sudden spike of power appears on the bridge inside the, the globe of null power as though some system up there singular system was activated is there any like corresponding power surges anywhere else in the ship no not that you can see okay should we Which... just turn off the power again just to, you know it seems like it's doing something although how long did it take us to walk here from the bridge? About half hour. And that was stopping to like glance at things and poke That's stuff true. and kill zombies. Yeah. Full sprint, maybe 10 minutes. And that's if I you abandon the hover sled. That thing I'm does gonna... not move fast. Yeah. I'm going to con- attempt to contact the bridge. Okay. Easy enough. You try to open up a comm channel to the bridge. There is a little chirping tone that indicates you are hailing the bridge. There is a beat. And then on the power readouts, you see that there's another spike in power on the bridge. As though some other system is activated. And the chirping tone stops. And there is silence. But the silence of slow, quiet breath, as though 
A connection has been made, but no one is speaking. I didn't mean to startle you when I uh, reached out uh, to the console. We're uh, from the Cole Foundation. We're here to see if anyone's on the ship. Um, there's a, a sun going supernova. Are you all right? And you hear that low, soft breathing, almost inaudible, easily confused with even calm static. And then a slow, sibilant voice says, What is the Coal Foundation? The, an aid organization um, helping out uh, folks in the aftermath of the war. And there are many of you? Uh, no. Yeah, Amari and Florian <laughs> just like shaking their head like, mm-mm. <laughs> you have a shuttle to leave this place? No, nah, it left. Uh, no. Um, we're uh, just a, a scouting team. Just got dropped off. Yep, got dropped off. I will roll to lie. <laughs> and there's just the quiet breathing on the other end. And you see another spike of energy, some system activated on the bridge. Security systems. It's probably just looking, just like, oh yeah, we'll just activate the cameras in the in the cargo bay. Weird huh. that you said this. Huh. And you see several security nodes, little semi-domes hanging from specific points begin to light up with dull little glimmers of golden etheric light. Oh shit, well I had to try. Hmm. That's uh, not great. I would love to come with you. Well, uh, um, we're all the way down engineering. Uh, how about I you know. stay put in the... Right, I mean, yeah, of course. How about you stay put up in the bridge? The cameras, we'll, come, yeah. we'll come and get you. Uh, give you a checkup. And uh, see how you are. Not to worry. I'll come to you. Right, and the calm great. goes silent. See you then. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that hey. one. That's my bad. Hey. Uh, it sounds hey. very delightful. Quite hey, Duma? Uh... All the power in the bridge goes off. Ooh. Yep. Uh, does it look on the readouts like it is making its way towards us or towards the shuttle? It starts to move down the elevator shaft. Yeah. Uh, hey, Duma. You're yes, that is wanna... me. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, you maybe want to get out of there. Oh, okay. Uh... Oh, because the, the zombies are shit. Oh, God damn. And hold All right. still, hold the door still closed. Oh, no, I meant like physically get out of the shuttle because it's about to be um D i don't think Duma no, should get Duma out of the shuttle. the shuttle why no, don't we just we open the open doors, doors. Just open the doors and just have him dip my mech's in there and Duma's in there 
But again, <laughs> my mech's in there. Because the yeah, problem okay. is again that the that where we are does an override and will suck us out into the vacuum of space potentially. Just, just clip onto shit. It's fine until the entire vacuum's done. <laughs> I'm taking out line like as <laughs> this discussion is happening. Like I I, I fucking guess. <laughs> oh, is this what we're doing now? Okay. Like, are are we doing this? Do I need to get ready to? I mean, the priority open... is going to be do like making sure that Duma and the shuttle that can get us out of out of here is is safe and not like completely. Uh, uh... I believe the word you're looking for is fucked. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. The yeah. I mean, <laughs> the sphere of no power is moving down the elevator shaft. It passes the first door and it exits onto. The deck that you exited. I mean, it did say it was going to come to us. So maybe it's not going to Does it seem like it's coming to us, or does it seem like... It it got off on the same deck that you did. It's coming the same way. It didn't go all the way down to where... Occasionally, you'll see spikes of power that are routed into door systems. Yeah. God fucking damn it. Oh, hmm. That's not good. Perhaps it's opening doors... To bring some friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah, need yeah, to yeah. open all the fucking doors. Wait, no, They're no, no. Down. Wait, wait. Wait, we don't have time to wait. No, no. If we let them open all the doors and then we wait to the last possible moment, then we open the doors, then they all get sucked out. The only doors you see it opening are the ones into and out of the elevator shaft. Yeah. I'm just, oh. I simply mentioned it because. It is very clear that whatever this thing is, it is able to open doors. Ah, but that means that it is tangible and cannot move through them. That is true. It also might be a velociraptor. (laughs) I just want to put that out there. Amari, why would you say that? (laughs) Does that sound like Amari's voice? I don't know. They're the same thing. It might be a velociraptor. I just want to throw that out there. Okay. It's like Oswald, but better. Impossible. <laughs> All right. I are we doing this door thing? I think we should do the door thing. I'm a little bit panicky. I mean, yeah, we should. I mean, more than anything, we should probably get Duma out. Yeah, well, like yeah. It, yeah, it is heading our way and not going towards Duma. But if we die. He can go back to the Cole Foundation and say, "Hey, blow this fucking thing out of the sp- out of space." Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not and planning to die, but yeah, canonically, my small little uh, dog warrior man that lives we'll inside live my on. mech will live on, and I can play him when this character <laughs> yeah. is dead. Oh, that's I, true. I, <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, like, also, yeah. So they know you're dead. So you're like children can get benefits and stuff You're they many, already many get does, does, I don't, does, what are you talking about does the Cole foundation have life insurance policies on all of us this is unimportant are we doing this or not well, we're are we doing this or not to a rail we, or something getting like ourselves tied down okay. yeah I mean like Florian has line out yeah I would assume that these spacesuits ready to, to open everything up is that just get that button ready to go no, well, it's going to be so bad. We saw all of the people who were crushed against things as they were sucked out into the vacuum of space, and I don't want to die like that, you guys. 
It's we a have space suits. They didn't. We're meant to be in space. It's more just like the force of being uh, of, of the air oxygen going into a vacuum into... that I'm worried about. Yeah. Everything equals out. Fine. Hmm. Wonder how much force that would be. Hey, uh, hey, uh, I, I don't need to do the math on that. The answer is a fucking lot. <laughs> Certainly up there. So you're tying yourself to some safety railings in here and <laughs> decompressing the spaceship? Okay. So before we do this, let me just bring up one point. That sphere now, of darkness already... is moving down the hallway now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. This has already happened on this vessel once. And this thing is still here. So perhaps all that would happen if we were to open everything up is we would potentially be spaghettified while being dragged outside of this spaceship. What are and it we would going? still be on here. Yes. Well, uh, I say uh, we see who's coming. Just remember, then... in terms of the structure of the ship, there is also a parallel second hallway. Like, like yeah, we could just the go. other right side now. of the vessel. Yeah, on the oh, yes, we could just... port side. Uh, okay, yes. Uh, let me download the... Can I, like, get a copy of what's happening, what we're seeing on the, the ship 3D readout so that we can kind of mobily track this thing? You want Ooh. to try to link the ship's subsystems into your own personal data pad? Why do you gotta say it like that? <laughs> That's what you're doing! A technical, you know, term for it, I suppose. Yeah, I can throw this one away. Um, I have so many data pads <laughs> for hacking. Uh, this shit. definitely sounds like an Aether Tech roll. Okay. Swift kind of, This is such a bad situation. What kind of roll are we looking at here? Mike? This. You're trying to slave a, a, a ship whose security protocols you have no access to and no real. Again, you're just seeing this display that was already up. You're not interacting with it until you try to do this. This is going to be a pretty ridiculous roll. Oh. You could spend some experience to try to lower that difficulty. You could spend some void dice right off the bat and just succeed. And how many would that be? Five. Five, yeah. Yeah, let's just double the amount of void dice we have on deck. Oh, speaking of which, sorry. Two more of those should be... uh... Oh, right, yes. Don't worry about what I spent those on. I already am, so... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I suppose we could go the other way and then exit this vessel and then come back with maybe a more significant uh, presence. Or, you know... Still trying for this uh, roll, Shay? Okay, so some playtesting stuff. Mm. So uh, we talked about last time choosing about choosing to uh, fail a roll, getting XP. Mm-hmm. Now, a I, I don't we talked about some kind of some breakage uh, stuff about that. And I'm not sure if we talked about um, if it's impossible to rolling. succeed with your role, if you can still get it. Yeah. Rolling with the intent to fail. <laughs> that is we we've muddled with the rules a bit so i guess it's a good enough time to explain that to the listeners in terms of if you accept your failure in a roll yes you get an xp for taking that failure 
if you've instead decided to invest in void dice and having rolled a number of void dice you have still are failing you can choose to dip out at that time and gain XP, and you gain XP equal to one plus the number of void dice you've already spent. But, so I guess in this specific situation, I would be rolling uh, a D8 and a D6. Um, if I roll those with the intent to not use any of my own Aether and not use any void dice, like, I'm just rolling that to try to do it, even though I'm like, you know, uh, eight plus six isn't going to get me the thing. Like it from a play test, from a, from a game mechanic standpoint, it would seem like you would have to spend the number of aether to get to a possible success in order to make that seem fair. Yeah. Yeah. Alternatively, I would posit that your, taking that XP in exchange for accepting the narrative consequences. Right. Which will, will happen. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, you get that XP knowing you can't succeed this role. So you don't even necessarily have to roll. Essentially, you're just taking an XP in exchange for a lack of further information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll noodle with this going forward, but for now, let's just say, you know, you can't succeed this role. You're accepting that failure. You're not trying to expend resources to get there. So you get an XP. Uh, so mark that down. And okay. yeah, you cannot get this map. You're unfamiliar with the ship systems. You don't know enough about how everything is tied in here, and let alone being able to copy a live reading onto your data pad. Okay. Shit. I was trying to see if we could track this thing through the ship, but we're just going to have to go blind. So once you leave this chamber, you won't know where this thing is. And even as you watch, it is now passing the first gun battery that you did. And based on how it's moving, it's taking its time. I don't like that. Are the cameras still on? Uh, no. Okay. That's good. All right. Time to go. (laughs) Okay. Are you taking the sled with you? Be my question. Yep. At that... How slow can this move, is the question. It is a hovering wheelbarrow. If I... hmm. Do you... Okay, so that question of how slow can it move? How much aether would I have to expend to make it go the speed I want it to go? (laughs) There's the question I wanted. (laughs) Activate the NOS on it. It will go faster the more aether you pump into it. You could get it at a, a solid power walk if you spent an Aether die. If you wanted to get it up to a, a nice jog, I would say two. If you wanted to move at your own sprinting speed, that would be three. Why don't we just use the generator that's sitting on top of it to, to juice it up? Oh yeah, that's why I'm taking it with me. <laughs> okay. So while you're figuring this out, somebody has called the lift from up top to slowly descend to your position down here on the, the lower banks mm-hmm. of the engineering well. That's Shay, just doing the thing that people mm-hmm. do with the elevator. They're just putting the button. <laughs> hey, I heard that if you do that, it actually makes it go slower. As an old way sale, it just makes me feel better. <laughs> it's a holographic button anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. it literally doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'm, call- I'm just calling the Aether down. 
So, the lift descends. You are all sparing an eye towards the power readings, and you see that the whatever it is has stopped nearly halfway down the hallway in between the two gun batteries. That's where that room was, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. And it starts to move again once the lift that you're all on begins to ascend. And as you get farther and farther away from this readout, you begin to lose the fine details and seeing exactly where this thing is. And by the time you reach the catwalk above, you would really have to strain your eyes to look down and see where it is. It's all just a glowing mess of readouts below you now. Right away, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best. That would be perception, I suppose. What would be... It'd be a really quick roll, oh, yeah. I guess. This would be swift, uh, for sure. Yeah. What kind of roll are we looking at here? Perception. Oh, no, no, sorry. What What do I have to hit? What do I have oh, to hit? Oh, uh, this is challenging. Sure. I'd say 15. 15. I'm going to uh, boost my ocular organs here, and mm-hmm. I'm going to... Uh, an eagle eye, would you an say? eagle mm-hmm. eye. Oh, see, I like uh, to think you just have the glasses from Spy Kids. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not both? Uh, okay. Ooh, that's good. Oh. Uh, what did you what did you say I had to be? 15. Okay. I got 14. <laughs> so you can accept the failure, get an XP, or, you know, those void deaths are always there for you. I'm going to accept the failure. I can. I can. I know. You already have so much to play with, Mike. No, I've only got three left. Oh. Don't worry about oh. where the other ones went. I'm, I am already worried. I think worried. they went into certain rooms, and then yeah, they came back yeah. out of those rooms. Yeah, no, so I'm going to fail. Okay, mark XP. I couldn't see it. Uh, a, a really quick out-of-character thing, but in this this hover car pushing, I had uh, pre-rolled an athletics roll just to see like how my own natural... And I'm not kidding you guys. I just got a six on my D six and an eight on my D eight. It nice. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Damn it. Means you can keep up with the cart now. It's going so fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. We all hop on the cart and we ride it to victory. Yeah, yeah. you guys want to ride. It's like I'll push you like we're in a sh- you're in a shopping cart. <laughs> Yeehaw, as they say. Yeah. I am assuming you are trying to go down the opposite hall than the one this yeah. thing is coming up. Yes, oh, yeah. that, is, that is the idea. And just a, a question for everybody else. What is the speed that we're moving at? I mean, we know this thing is kind of ambling along. Are we just booking it? I think we're, I mean, if we're trying to Or are we trying it... to keep, like, awares of our situation? Oh, yeah. And, like, like, if we're trying to not make too much noise. Wait a minute. I'm just realizing something. This might be out of character, but wouldn't it technically have, if, if it ends up back in the engineering bay, wouldn't it technically have control as to whether or not the doors are opening or closing? <laughs> it does. <laughs> oh my god, we're dead. We're so dumb. So we're going very fast <laughs> is the answer. That's a good answer. I like Well, that yeah, answer. but we don't know if the doors they're still closed. I mean, we could power the whole doors there while yeah. we're there. We I just mean, have to throw the zombies that are there. 
for yeah. okay so we have to we have to wade through a army of defrosting zombies i mean if we're quick enough maybe you know maybe it's no big big thing hey, yeah God. yeah <laughs> god we're, we're so good at this guys would uh, a big giant robot be open be able to open say like a a a whole door like that i sounds pretty reasonable big. to me but who knows we're fine we're fine let's just keep going just keep going let's keep this murder trainer rolling <laughs> we're gonna be the so ones dead no, sprinting down anymore. this corridor yeah i guess so no he's gonna hear us you with heavy footfalls from some of you and the uh sound of endlessly flapping little bird talons trying to keep up with this longer-legged companions. Like, Florian just picks up Oswald (laughs) and puts him on the cart. Oh, thank you. The Heisman Trophy. (laughs) Like, like, your legs are like an eighth as long as mine. This is stupid. As you take off in the split in the corridor... You spare a glance down the opposite side, and you see just a slowly encroaching wall of darkness. Lights flickering and buzzing as whatever this is, is coming down this straight corridor you'd be able to see down. Maybe someone does, but I sure shit don't. (laughs) Maybe the camera does. (laughs) Good for the camera. Hey, we were just coming to meet you. Yeah. I think I left something oh, in my thought, car. <laughs> oh, we thought we thought you were in the other hallway. We were running. To yes, but, uh, we, I didn't get that last message. We're coming to you. Ah. <laughs> so, as you are all sprinting and attempting to make it there with best speed, this does sound like an athletics roll, I think. It does. Can I use my perfect one? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it shouldn't fine. have told us about it. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have. I should have kept it. <laughs> Lying is fun and easy, kids. Got to <laughs> sandbag those rolls. <laughs> Can I assist by making? Well, I don't know how the hover how the hover sled works, but making the sled less heavy. Are you going to gravity well the sled? <laughs> what is the opposite of the gravity well? Well, I'm merely just futzing with with the Higgs boson field that this uh, object radiates. Sure, that's technically possible. <laughs> with a uh, D8 in gravity well specialization. I would say this is not, not the gravity well that you intend. This uh, is, like I said, whatever the reverse of that is. Well, uh, hmm. hey, a well goes up and it goes down. Sure, but this particular specialization was seemed to be specifically developed to make things heavier or denser. Technically, if you rotate the Earth 180 degrees, a well <laughs> does go up. Although, if we're talking a gravity well, then but the yes, that would imply change. that the gravity would become more dense as it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> space time. So th- that's fair. That's on me for naming it uh, gravity well instead of you know something a bit more manipulate broad. gravity or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I would say this so could definitely be a spellcraft roll. Yeah, or you yeah. can make it heavier. That's also an option. 
fine. <laughs> just to, you know. Just add, yep. uh, add spice and flavor to the situation. <laughs> As if things weren't narratively interesting enough already. As if we haven't given Mike enough void dice already. Yeah, I mean, I'll just spellcraft, and then I'll that'll just like be a, an addition to to the uh, athletics roll. Who is this helping? Uh, Flor Florian pushed this sled. Okay. Sure. Okay. So add a d6 to that. Yeah, and let me know if you roll a one. It's it's important. <laughs> <laughs> Am I rolling this, or are you? You can roll it if you want. No, I insist that Lisman yeah. rolls it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Right. Oh, because you want to know. Oh yeah. boy, I should use one of my skull dies. I don't know <laughs> if you, why. If you crush yourself, it's not a one. It's a four. Okay, okay. So, what do we got for athletics checks? It's from everyone, right? Yeah. Use mm -hmm. whatever tactic you think is necessary here, but this is for a sprinting roll. See how you do rushing down this corridor. I got a six. Cool. I got 11. I got a double botch on my tactics and talents. I'm not even kidding. I just sent it to the chat because I'm so furious about it. Oh, no. Uh, but I also had spent two Aether dice, so uh -huh. I actually have a 12. That's good, because you can still succeed at rolls where you fail spectacularly, which is what you have done. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a Mr. Bean-like scenario happening here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I got a one on my uh, talent die. Um, so I think that even though I am going fast, it's not, at least a little fast, it's not looking good for me. So... Olivia, as you have failed spectacularly, you can choose to either take a condition or give me three void dice. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to take a condition. That seems perfectly reasonable to me. Something about the strain of pushing this cart, the fact that it suddenly feels lighter, and so you have that weird misstep where you kind of, like, knee right into the back of the cart because you're trying to go a little too quick. Rolled my ankle real good. Yeah, that that it's real easy to roll when you've got the the bipedal hooves. Yeah. Okay, so you're taking a condition, and the rest of you manage to keep up a, a pretty good pace. Shay lagging a little bit behind, and as you do, you feel that cold sensation begin to wash over you again. It definitely encourages a bit more speed. I'm an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> and they taste the best as you are fleeing down this corridor there are doors to your left and to your right i'm assuming you're not stopping to look at any of them oh yeah no we we're gonna investigate all of these right guys is there a uh, physics lab perhaps uh... yes oh Where's the cafeteria? No. Oswald, Oswald can it's barely mobile. read it's us. as Florian just shoves the cart past oh. it. The mummy thing. Well, can't we just... No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is an uh, applied aetherophysics lab that you pass. And the, the window is 
uh, perfectly clear. You can see some very advanced machinery in there. Some uh, v- <laughs> very interesting looking gyroscopic uh, uh, etheric. <laughs> Looks like a tiny planet orbiting around a tiny sun in some kind of model. Oh my goodness. You get a quick flash of that as you split past. Oh, if only what could have been. Damn it all. Uh, If we don't blow this thing out of the sky, we can come back. As you are sprinting down this hallway, you suddenly see the lights begin to shudder and flicker. And now you're running through the halls with this strobe effect around you. You have that cool kind of thing where it looks like we're all freeze-framey. Because, you know, I don't know if anyone's ever danced underneath a strobe light, but it looks Mm. dope. Mm -hmm. I think we all have at middle school dances. (laughs) Oh, middle school, right. Yeah, middle middle school. I've definitely danced over the defeated bodies of 12-year-olds in a laser tag arena. Oh, yeah. that Just last week. And I have done that. No. Moving as fast as you can down this hall, the light's now strobing around you. You struggle to see precisely where you're going as... The swinging of your arms precludes the steady holding of flashlights. You eventually come to the forward gun battery that you know just beyond this point is the open area where the lift should be. This section of the ship is totally black as you begin approaching it. The light's still shuddering, but as you're coming up on this larger space, you see that the area in front of you is just in total darkness. Do you keep going? Are our flashlights throwing light out through it? Or is it like... Your flashlights are shuddering just like the lights of the ship. <laughs> okay, maybe oh, not. Just shit. <laughs> they are also uh, etherically powered. Yeah, they are. Can I oh, like, is it like a sudden wall of black? Yeah. Okay. So I assume we all kind of skitter to like a little bit of a like slow down... It's not like magical darkness. It's not like yeah. there's like a, a globe it, of black, but there are but, no lights beyond this point. Yep. Yeah. Well, fuck this. I'm going to aether leech as much as I can out of the generator, please. How much was left in there? I think there's, is there seven? There is. You use another how, one? Ma- there how is. many did you use to move, uh, make it go fast? Zero. I used my own. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, there is still seven in there. I'd like to take all seven, please. What's your total aether pool size? It's eight. Okay. Uh, So, I mean, you can get to the top of that. Can't go past your max. Mm -hmm. But I have one left in there. Right. Um, So, yeah, totally. You suck it dry. And as you take a moment to do that, because it's not instantaneous, you can have to like nope. sit and focus and draw out the the aether. There is a moment when behind you, you all start hearing a low humming, just melodic. Yeah, don't, 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 don't do that to me, Mike. And if you cast a glance over your shoulders, you see that down the corridor, the lights are beginning to go out. 
Well, if it's behind us, that means it's not in front of us. <laughs> yep. So forward. <laughs> yep. Right. And that's when Mike tells us they were twin wizards. They worked together and they look uh, like Christian Bale. So you rush forward into the darkness. Are you abandoning the sled or are you just keeping it with you? No, oh, I'm leaving. I if someone else wants to grab it, they can. <laughs> okay, so Oswald, you're running then? Oh, oh uh, yes. Hold on, just a second. Uh, let me just limber up really quick. No, I'm just kidding. Let's go. <laughs> Don't forget to stretch. Very important. <laughs> Don't want to cramp. So you sprint forward into the darkness. Your flashlights held at your sides, swinging beams of light cutting through the shadows in wild arcs as you move. There is a sullen red glow that appears on the wall to your right as you enter into this larger space, and you can see images replaying themselves over and over and over again, as though burned into the screen of the gunner's position here. It is of the sun that would be visible from this position if the screens were active. It is a an orange ball ringed in black, that erupts in swirling green tendrils and then resets. And you just see that image of red surrounded by black with strands of green suddenly exploding out of it and then resetting. And then strands of green exploding out of the sun and then resetting. And that image just replays over and over and over again on this video screen. That's not normal, right? No. It's the same green as the... Yeah, what kind of green are we talking here? Just a sickening emerald. Yep. That is... Like the same green that was used for warping that chunk? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And the same cool. green that you saw glowing in the eyes of the undead whose head you removed. Mm-hmm. Neato, burrito. And that flashing, violent, exploding sun winks at you over and over and over again as you sprint past it. And you see the darkened hallway being consumed. And briefly, before the two darkening globes connect, there is a humanoid figure somewhere illuminated by a flash of red light. (laughs) And you continue to sprint like that. You find yourself colliding almost suddenly with the pillar of the lift in the center of this larger chamber. Its door is closed. Yep, opened. Just, you throw uh, Aether into it and it powers up. Just like, yes, like, slams his body into it and is like, okay. (laughs) The lift lets out a low chime and you see the floor icon indicating that the lift is coming so it's it wasn't just the doors that i opened because we don't actually we still have our uh, our suits don't actually have jetpacks on them i Mm-mm. forgot no nope. damn why didn't we go for jetpacks you guys did you want to pilot a jetpack through an elevator shaft <laughs> is that what that can happen it could happen but specifically I mean, down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> L down is, yeah, yeah, that's not. 
I mean, hey. <laughs> the dull, sullen red and green glow of that flashing, repeating image throws a stark, haunting, Christmassy light on the hallway behind you as you are waiting for the elevator to come. Is this Space Krampus? All you know is that a long shadow is then cast against the wall as the lights continue to blink behind you down that hallway that would eventually curve to the right and into the larger chamber. And the lift is quickly approaching. Is there a way to make go faster? You're welcome to try. Can you program elevators? Do you know how to do that? I can break the elevator. I don't think you want me to do that right now. I don't. There's some way we could break... Well, there's no door leading here, so we couldn't, like, close the door, break it, and then... We can do that once we're downstairs. I can shoot down the hallway. That's about it. Oh. I mean, the worst thing that happens is it just, like, eats it. Is that the worst thing that could happen? Are you entirely certain of that? Well, I mean, Ori gets mad and it runs real quick at us, but, like, I'm already... The door chimes and opens. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, Tumble back into the elevator. Yeah. (laughs) Door closed, door closed, door closed, door closed. (laughs) You see the shadow lengthening on the wall as the doors are closing. The lights inside the elevator that is now have has power uh, begin to flicker as the door closes. Like as it gets to like two inches, I'm like, okay, now shoot it. (laughs) And they close. (laughs) And the light stops flickering for a moment. And the elevator is waiting for directions on which floor to go to. Down. Cargo bay, cargo bay, cargo, cargo bay. bay. Cargo bay, Hold, hold, hold. As you indicate down, the elevator begins moving gently at first and then picking up speed. The lights above you still flickering. And then suddenly they go out. And the elevator stops. Yeah. I'm just going to add another one if I can. You throw another... You put your hands on the console, throwing Aether into this technology, and you feel it just evaporating, as yep. though throwing okay. it into the emptiness of space. And and I think Florian, even though it's not like a stinging sensation, I think the he does do the like pull a hand away as if it burnt. Uh, well, I kind of thought that's what was going to happen, but I wanted to try. It. We're boned. Well, I. Suppose all we have to do now is see who's coming. Yeah, I will say when you tried to put one aether die into the door, it felt like throwing a cup of water onto a forest fire. Yeah, I can put one in if you can put another. Oh, I, I, yeah, I've, I ate that whole thing. <laughs> Somewhere above you, there's a wrenching sound. Yeah, yeah, I just, think just pump a bunch in. of aether into. Puts his ha- hands to the like one side of the doors i'm assuming we have to do this like yes why don't why don't we all put uh, uh, some aether in and and get this thing to move a bit oh teamwork Cute. yes how much aether is everybody spending i will spend i have four but i'm gonna spend two. i'm down to just two i will pull one from my gun okay. and use that i will also put one in so that's four total and I will spend 
1d8 and 3d6s. Okay, so eight total. You all throw the weight of your aether into this elevator, and for one moment, the lights come on, all of the indicators on the panel light up, and the elevator begins moving again, descending down. But even as you're all in contact in one form or another, whether it be physical or metaphysical, you feel whatever it is just hoovering up all of the energy you're pouring into this. Like I said, a cup of water into a forest fire, letting out a little wisp of air into the vacuum of space. You're throwing pieces of pennies into an empty vault. Is it just momentary, or does it seem to be, like, slowly leaching out? Are we actually still moving? You're still moving, but the more you pump in, it's like it creates a siphon, and everybody loses an additional point of aether. (sighs) fuck. Does this hypothetically mean, for those of us like Amari and myself, that the next time we roll, we will have to go all in, basically? No. Remember... There is a rule oh, you that you always keep the last one in your pool. Unless you go all in. But the elevator does descend after this horrific sensation of something physically pulling your etheric power out of you. It's unlike anything any of you have ever felt before. The idea of an insect drawing blood out of your body is similar enough that you can apply the metaphor, but this is metaphysical in a way that this wave of exhaustion that hits you is like something stealing your life essence, and you feel it. And the cold that washes over all of you is not only a physical sensation, but a visual one, as little flecks of frost begin forming on your teeth and on your tongue. But the door opens on a corridor that leads to the cargo hold as something skitters down an elevator shaft above you. All we gotta do is deal with the zombies. Uh, run? There's a short corridor and then an airlock and then you're in the cargo hold. With all the zombies. (laughs) It's great. One problem at a time. Yep. All we gotta do is get Amari to the ship and then we're fine. As the airlock door is cycling in front of you, and you're all piling into the airlock to close the door and let it do its interchange of vapors, you see the elevator down the hall across from you lose power suddenly, then regain power, the doors close, the doors open again, and suddenly there is a figure swathed in darkness just as the door closes. Nope. And the airlock begins to cycle. How long does the cycle take, Mike? Takes a solid 30 seconds. Oh, good. Yeah. And as you're moving to open the outer door, you hear a kung, 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 slight knocking on the door behind you. Once we get out onto the other side, um, I am going to, and we close this side of the airlock door, I am going to break this system so that it cannot be opened. Okay, so... Amari, Florian, and Oswald, you pour out onto the catwalk as Shay turns their back on the cargo hold and begins wrecking this door to try to make it inoperable? Yes. All right. 
Give me a wreck it roll. How how uh, how hard is this gonna be? You don't have to answer, but I'm asking. <laughs> uh not hard. I would say this is challenging. You're trying to make this door not work anymore. Yeah. Um, so fifteen. I'm going to try to be clever about this rather than fast because I think that there is at least a little bit of time and I'm going to use um, Aether. And I am going to spend a Void Die to make this harder. Okay. So it would be 15, but I am adding a 7. So now it's 22. Yeah, you know, fuck it. I'm going to go all in. Ooh. This seems like a good place to do So this. what is the most... <laughs> Aether die you have? Uh, six. Now you take that number and then how many more are you putting into it? I mean, I only have one left. So. Then that's their answer. Yeah. Sorry, that took me a second. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so that's... I'm gonna wreck it. Can, can you use the system you're fucking with as an Aether pool? Or does that... You could. The... There's a inherent problem with that. The deterioration of yeah. the itself, yeah. Something is actively draining it at the moment. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, I did not fail, fail spectacularly. Um, That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Okie dokie. So, let me get all my numbers together. That's 24, 28, 32, mm. 35, 36. Okay. Oh, I mean, nice. just eight I more don't... and you double <laughs> critical. No. no. I, I don't want this thing <laughs> outside. No. No, you do not. But you have achieved a critical victory, which means you can either, let's see, the only options available to you here would be you can either immediately regain one spent die in your Aether Pool, or the next player to act meaningfully may use the same tactic as the one you just used to score the critical victory. And if they do, they get to roll two of their tactics die. You use I'm clever, gonna... right? Yeah. Hmm. I am going to... Ha I'm going to give Oswald, um, because... Give that to Oswald because and I have idea, and hopefully keep in mind with the alley oop, it doesn't have to be to a specific player. It's just whoever oh. acts next with the same tactic die. Oh, oh, cool. oh, I got you. Oh, that's cool. Yes, I will do the Which alley -oop tactic. Was that regardless? Clever, uh, clever, clever, clever. clever. Yeah, I wanted to make that option as broad as possible, so it's not necessarily wasted if you like have to pick somebody to do something that they're not good at. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just the next player to act with the same tactic. Okay. Great. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. That being said, you feel that same malignant presence that has been haunting you. Now you realize the whole time you've been on this ship actively trying to stop you from doing this. And it feels exactly like when you battled over the Aether for the mech suit. Whatever this thing is... Maybe not anymore, but it used to be a wizard. What a wizard becomes when they're undead, there is only one word for it. And that is vampire. And so as you wrestle for control over the locking mechanism of this door, you feel its presence gently caressing your own inside the systems of the door. You feel it feeling you feel it 
is just a bottomless, empty pit of hunger drawing away Aether into an endless, bottomless pit that will never be filled, that can never be filled. And at the bottom of that pit is a terrible green eye, forever hungry, always the void. Talk about a metaphysical bad touch. Okay, you're done. <laughs> and the door creaks and groans, and you hear the mechanisms inside of it whine before sparking, and something inside the door breaks. As you turn and look towards where the rest of your companions are glancing, you now see a new horror before you. The hold of the Demetrius is... Not full, by any stretch of the imagination, but as shuttle number seven dangles via its magnetic locks to the ceiling above you, you glance below and see, milling about around 20 humanoid forms that are slowly but surely pushing themselves up off the ground, some of them with really unsettling movements in ways that humanoid bodies should not. They were probably all Midrian once, but what they are now is just so much meat being propelled by this malignant force of undeath. So Bones and skin and muscles moving in a disjointed fashion, propelled by this evil will. And from a window on the front of the shuttle, you see Duma waving, hanging upside down from his pilot's seat. Yeah. So everything in the back, like the hold of the shuttle, is like secured down. Not everything is just like flipped upside down, right? No, yeah. Everything that was in there would have been secured. Okay. And from your close communication devices, you hear Duma saying, So how are we doing this? I mean, isn't... isn't isn't there an eject button for it on the shuttle, Reed? Yeah, I have it right next to the to the the like butt warmers, you know, and and the cup holders. Yeah, it's right there. Just no, yeah. just contact Gulliver. I mean, he's on there. <laughs> yeah, Gulliver will walk it out. I imagine he uh, sounds like Monterey Jack from Rescue Rangers for some reason. For for context, mm. this is the fake dog that lives inside Reed's yeah. neck. I know we mentioned him, but we haven't ever actually explained that this is a joke that we came up with. Inside jokes are best when explained. Yeah. Well, Any for, joke explained for is our great. audio listeners who yes. have no idea. I just appreciate that y'all insisted on making that joke despite no one having context for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't the one who ate it, which is weird. <laughs> it's usually me. Yeah, so if I, like, tell them to, like, oh, yeah, just send the mech out, it's just going to fall down, upside down, inside the shuttle. Then it's going to have to lift itself up and walk itself out. It has some rudimentary guidance systems to correct for that sort of thing. For being dropped upside down? That is a very sturdy piece of technology used to descending in all sorts of rugged combat scenarios. Hey, I don't know. This is the type of decision where I say... like a Corvette doesn't mean it is. Yeah, it, this is the type of situation where I say, oh, yeah, just drop it out. And then you drop it. And then Mike goes, it yeah, it, it's broken. It's not meant to do that. <laughs> this is a device that was routinely dropped from low orbit, as you've described it to me. Mm-hmm. So a several hundred foot drop from the top of a cargo hold should not be an issue. 
Perfect. Great. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, in that case, over over the thing. Yeah, like, open the back hatch, Duma. Okay, dokey. Yeah, and then you, like, you can hear. <laughs> yeah, as 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 the back hatch opens, just the like, oh, I parked over there sound uh, of me hitting my little fob thing. Boop, boop. Yep, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what happens? Uh, you can hear the clanging of metal. Uh, as it drops from the ceiling inside the ship, and then the slow, like, and it eventually reaches the, the like, solid, like, platform of the back hatch being opened and just, like, takes a step off. Like, there was supposed to be floor there, and it just crashes down, superhero style, just boom, on top of a zombie or four. Now, <laughs> I don't think you've ever properly described... Uh, what was the name of your mech again? This is Tux. Tux, the Yazada-class Seraph. Mm-hmm. What descends from the shuttle? Uh, Tux is a large, um, pilotable mech, uh, the kind that you climb into a cockpit, so it's not Iron Man style, like the small raptor that we fought before. It is sharp and angular, um, it's got two large arms larger than you would expect like for a humanoid shape they are big and kind of gorilla like um the legs are not particularly long uh it is meant for heavy ordnance with it it's got um like gold and and red kind of designs on it and there's small little like i don't know what you would probably assume are things that look like lion jaws just to kind of accentuate the the fact that this is part of a a lean culture like and then uh with it it has a large metallic shield uh with a notch in the top and on its right arm uh, it's got a large long barreled cannon it's rad as fuck i love it rad as hell and as it drops down out of this ship it does indeed descend with a furious metallic Boom! As it hits the bottom of this hold, the doors shuddering under the impact, and the zombie that it lands on splattering like an overripe cantaloupe. Excellent. The Yazada Tux regains its footing and stands up. Does this thing have a voice, or is it simply still? It doesn't have a voice. Okay. Yet. So it stands ready in active waiting mode, and you see a little hissing gaps as the chamber of the cockpit prepares to open. How far away are we from it? You are about a hundred yards away from it, up on a second level catwalk looking down into the hold. The mech is now standing at the center of the hold, uh, in the midst of kind of at the the edge of a gang of zombies, but it will slowly stand up and begin trudging towards your position. Perfect. And you see it if slowly it gaining to... speed as it's moving towards you. Yeah. Um, are we high enough up for uh, it to reach us? A la, like, pizza server style? <laughs> no, you're a little too tall for that. But what okay. does happen is it will begin moving into a a low bounding sprint as it moves across that hundred yards. And then there is a terrifying moment where it 
hops once, twice, and then bounds up and little jets on its back flare briefly as it boosts itself up onto the platform, landing in directly in front of you. One fist down, it lowers itself and the cockpit opens. It's like a Mario to go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what you don't see is the small Tanuki tail mm. on the back. Yeah. Can spin and float. It's a little mm-hmm. uh, cat tail on the back. Mm-hmm. I hop in <laughs> just immediately. It's like there's a, a level of just sheer excitement and like, oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck. So Amari, as the cockpit seals and the readout displays come to life around you, you sit suspended in this fairly cramped cockpit and you feel something slice itself into the nerves at the base of your skull and suddenly your senses are the mech senses and you do not see the cockpit around you you see your own metal hands flexing in front of you and the heavy weight of etherically charged weaponry at your arm Okay, uh, I would like to take the shield, turn it upside down, and tell everyone one to get on the shield. Okay. okay. And you all hear Amari's voice, somewhat re- more resonant, coming out of this imposing mech. Quick cue, Mike. So, I went all in. That means I can't use my Aether anymore, but I can still act meaningfully? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And you can still use Aether from other objects. Other Correct. sources. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just cannot um, use your own pool. I have an idea about how we can get the doors open and get out of here. Mm. I want to see if I can go over to like the control panel. I'm dipping in and out of character voice because this is both an in-character and an out-of-character question. Yeah. Um, to go to the doors and like put them on a timer? The control apparatus for the cargo doors is below you. Okay. Near zombies. Yeah. I mean, I mean totally have possible. Just got to get there first. Now. Yeah, yeah. We could we could have a, a mech suit take out a few by there and just hold them off for a while. Right. I just want to point out the gun is for taking out other mechs, not small squishy things. So firing that in here is going to be bad. Didn't say you should shoot that, but you're a Oh no, I can use it like pressure. a club though. Yes, oh, I'm just I fully yeah. intend to use the shield like a large saw blade and just kind of via force just <laughs> take the tops off of things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I just need to you to get me to the door control panel. Great, everybody on. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. I'm sitting. I'm I'm crouched. I'm here. Florian, like, gingerly steps onto the shield. All right, everyone's good? Mm-hmm. Great. I just want the mech to just, like, hover jet just just to, enough to bring the weight straight down to the mm-hmm. next level. And then if I'm above a zombie, just cut it at that last second. Just <laughs> <laughs> And absolutely that's what happens as you carry this platter of companions down. You are all carried in one of the strangest palanquins you've ever been a part of. Uh, this The only one. But not the first. <laughs> no, I don't know. I got on a palanquin like that. Many parades have been thrown for Oswald. <laughs> there are controls for the door, probably about 50 yards away towards the center of this hold. Between you and it 
are about 15 zombies that are beginning to lurch and move. And as you're getting a good look at these things now, you see that large swaths of their body are still frozen solid. So they're coming at you with arms and fists that are still, like, in total bludgeoning clubs of icy meat, but the joints have kind of, like, torn and broken to allow for ambulation. Cool. Now they're weapons. And though they're mouths are for the most part frozen shut their eyes are open and glowing green and you hear like horrible slurping sounds coming from them as they begin to move is there something above them that would be convenient to drop on them now obviously shuttle number seven shuttle number seven great no wait that's ours (laughs) yeah Fuck, I'm glad you made that connection. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else to drop on them besides the thing we need to escape with? <laughs> no. Damn it. Uh, alright. Well, no ideas. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Duma, uh, do, if, if you don't mind holding on. No. Um. Also drop just the shuttle. I'll catch it with the mech. On the forehead. So yes, like I said, between y'all and the controls for the door is about 15 zombies. Get that knife out, Florian. <laughs> yeah, gun boy, you're up. <laughs> okay, well, first off, who wants off? Uh, all of us, I assume. Yeah. Okay, great. Don't... <laughs> Could you launch me? Toss me. <laughs> Yeah. Toss me. I cannot drop the distance. You have to toss me. <laughs> God. I like that Mike took a sip of beer at that exact moment. <laughs> well timed, everyone. Good work. Good work. Coordination in and out of game. That could have been mm-hmm. so much worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, All over the I am the elf. <laughs> so, Shay, do you want this mech to throw you? Are we doing a fastball special? I do. What do you want me to throw you? Just at the wall we're at right now? Towards well, like, the at console. The, towards the console. Okay. All right. Do then, uh, No, I don't have anything in athletics. It just sounds like it'd be neat. And then you'd be by yourself. So we'll just we'll have to draw them off Shay as soon as they get over there. Just have to be the plan. Okay. So, uh, we're shouting at each other on this little dish. Tossing Shay definitely sounds like an athletics check of some kind. Okay. This definitely seems bold to me. <laughs> Certainly. And this is going to be for me, not Shay to land. Or Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. Could I say that this is more than machine uh, under my pilot skill? Absolutely. It rather is. than athletics. Great. Yeah. Cool. Connects me a D8. Here we go. Okay. And bold is 10. What's the... Uh, what is this going to be, Mike? Or is this? Uh, this is going to be a hard roll. This is a, this is a twenty. Okay. You're trying to throw this elf without them splattering. Oh, this is going to be a twenty. I literally cannot make it. Keep in mind that you also now have the aether pool of the mech to draw from. Oh, what is the aether pool of the mech? Do you not have that written down somewhere? No, because I've never used it. Fair enough. <laughs> This is a very powerful piece of technology. It has an aether pool of five. Okay. Ooh. 
Um, in that case, I will I will pull one from that. Okay. As Oswald and Florian leap off the shield, you palm Shay and reel back like some kind of mechanical catapult. <laughs> the, as the arm goes back, Shay come like is like at Florian level, and Florian's like, "This does not seem like a god." <laughs> yeah, probably oh, yeah. not. <laughs> it's not it's literally it's, the like. It's are it's you a sure horrible idea. Um, Actually, yeah. now that I think about it, I <laughs> what you got, Reed? That's mm-hmm. eight. What do I? What happens if I get a, a one tactics die? If you just got one on the tactics side, that's not a problem. If you got a one on the tactics okay, die and the talent, then it's a problem. Okay, no. Alright, so... God, fucking... D10s are fucking killing me. That's an eight. Um, I need to start rolling some void die. Or you could just take the failure. No! <laughs> <laughs> Free throw Shay into that crowd of zombies. <laughs> Instead of you taking a condition, Shay would take the condition. Okay, I rolled two void die, and that gives me a 22. Very good. Now, Shay. A oui. Um, I don't know what tactic and or talent you might use to land gracefully. I leave that to you. Mm-hmm. I will say this is challenging. So 15 is what you're shooting for here. This is not something you've ever practiced or ever done before, you're going to be landing near the console. Whether or not you keep rolling is what this roll is going to determine. should roll, I'm going to break it, but it is you. (laughs) Your body. (laughs) And I used cursed hands to... (laughs) to, I don't know. There may be something to that, though, like, like... Magnet briefly magnetize my hands so that I don't just keep sliding. <laughs> is that a thing your hands can do? It's just all it says is they're cursed. <laughs> Giving them magnet powers seems like a leap. Yeah, that's true. Might need to specialize in that, yeah. Like, maybe they have enough magnets in them to, like, uh oh, I l- dropped a screw or a nail and yeah. I can, like, the tips of screwdrivers kind of a thing. That'd be really useful. Yeah. yeah, they are. But if you want to turn yourself into Magneto or Polaris, I'm going to need some XP behind that. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> Why did I do this? I really don't know. I could have walked through the zombies straight <laughs> there. I thought that's what you were going to do. Uh-huh. Uh, like In fact, that Red would have been... Yeah, I spent two void die for your shenanigans. That's true, you did. I do like that this is a beautiful, horrible echo of Mm. Tirza and Sid doing the shield toss. That was was sort of part of of my decision making. I was like, this is a good reference (laughs) that I'm going to die for. Dog, I did my part. No. Okay. Um, Okay. 15 is the number to beat. Yeah, this ain't happening. <laughs> no? No. Although the the, the void pool's all um <laughs> all empty for some reason. Huh. <laughs> Weird. Wonder where those went. Strange. How odd. Um, <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, I only got a seven. 
Well, you need to get uh, eight more, so you can either take the failure, and I'm going to say this would incur a condition, most definitely, as you oh, yeah. go uh, caterwauling into the floor and do a couple really unintentional somersaults. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which mm. are the most painful kind of somersault. Yeah. yeah. And if you uh, want to take the failure, yeah, you'd also get an XP. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to spend a void dice. Oh, okay. Oh, and that's an 11. Hey, there we go. Ooh. You are succeed. I am the success. You do a couple very intentional somersaults, one of the least painful kind of somersaults, mm-hmm. and land with grace and aplomb. Managing still a little painful. Still a little painful. Oh yeah, I mean this is dumb. Grown-ups so. should not be doing somersaults. No. <laughs> but you manage to scramble to your feet and turn and move back towards the the console, just as all of the zombies are going towards the thing that was just thrown. <laughs> they, when I was going over, they were like moving their heads. <laughs> Okay, so what's, uh, what kind of timer we put a, want to put on this? 30 seconds? One minute? Well, we need to get into the ship, yeah, so... Yeah, that's what I mean. So probably like more than 30 seconds? Zombies start moving towards Shay. Yeah, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm pulling out the big-ass knife. <laughs> Again, it's not gonna do anything. Now, Mike, hmm. you said there was nothing above them. Mm-hmm. But what if I spent an experience point to make something above them that I can, you know theoretically drop on them like say another shuttle that wasn't sent into the vacuum i don't know it is a sure that sounds like something you could spend experience points on okay right so one way to spend experience points is of course by uh retroactively possessing a piece of equipment or information you could have reasonably acquired by spending an xp to make a shuttle already be there? It doesn't have to be a shuttle necessarily. So this cargo hold, if I if I might make a suggestion, this yeah. cargo hold, hold was subject to the vacuum of space. Is it possible that some of the catwalks and pieces of the like ship itself have like kind of just come loose a little bit? Yeah, or like crumbled together, mm-hmm. crunched yeah. into each other? A chunk of catwalk. There's some piece of scaffolding up there that has come loose. And uh, yeah, that's worth an XP, I think. Okay. Great. And then I would like to... Yeah, I'd like to use Gravity Well to drop it on on as many as possible. Okay. Please do that. Uh, Tearing off... Making a piece of scaffolding really, really heavy and tearing it down and crushing a couple of zombies... I would say this is a pretty hard roll. You've never done something like this before. I really haven't. That's true. And pretty hard is what? 25? 20. 20. Okay. Great. Uh, so I'm going to, since it, this is spellcraft, I'm going to use clever. And because Jay crit, I'm going to use 2d10. Mm-hmm. And then I have a d8. And then, oh. I have my uh, uh, Atheum glass um, that I use, I, I've generally used for. You brought that with you? Are you carrying that with you? I mean, I guess I wouldn't. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's All in right. a canister. It, 
Yeah, no, it's fair. I probably wouldn't have. Uh, it, it's really nice to use for this kind of situation, but instead, oh, sure. I'm going to go all in uh, just so oh. I can make sure this happens. Okay. Uh, real good. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be... And then... So what is your total size of Aether Pool? 5d6. And how many Aether dice are you putting into it on top of that? One, because that's all I have left. Cool. So 66 plus 2d10 plus your gravity well, which is a d8. D8, that's correct. That's yeah. a big pool of dice. Yes, it is. Okay. Math. Um... <laughs> 36. 36. That is a critical victory, I would say. So, okay. you can obviously finishing blow. That's removing characters from the scene slash mission. Seems like the most obvious thing to do here. Yeah. You can also regain an Aether die or alley-oop it to somebody else using Clever. Uh, let's just go ahead and remove some zombies from play here. Okay, roll me a d6. Or that's how many zombies you get. Great. That's a one. You smoosh. So this huge garter just gets wrenched out of the ceiling. And then it's like this big shadow that spreads across the zombies. And then one of them gets smooshed. That's worth going all in for. That's uh... one, one of them gets smooshed, but then there is like a... like a There is now a barrier separating the zombies. They have been divided. Great. Well, yeah, that's something. We're an initiative now, so who are you passing it to? Okay. Let's your options pass are to... your companions, zombies, and vampire. Not vampire. Uh, let's start with Amari. Do... Great. Does Duma count? Can we pass it to Duma? Can Duma take actions? Duma can take actions. Duma's a little unsure about what actions he would take at this very <laughs> moment. No, 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 like, right now, obviously, maybe not. I just was curious if that was a sure, thing we yeah. could do. I can't catch the ship, right? If we drop the shuttle. I'm not, I'm not that big. No, because you, your mech can go on the ship. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, I just didn't, I don't know what kind of the hydraulic fortitude is of, of this thing. It would really depend on the amount of aether you've got coursing through this thing's systems. Not a lot. Because <laughs> this vampire took two from me and I used one, so that's almost all my shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go with that plan. Okay. Okay. I mean, you could How... go all in, but. Mm, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, let's see here. How many zombies can I take out with a, a, a mech? A weapon of war. This is true. A lot is the answer. Fantastic. Cool. In a sweeping kind of like step forward in front of everyone, making sure not to squish my friends, mm. I would like to, you. you know that thing that they do that's really dumb with knife testing where they just slice a bunch of water bottles? Yes. I would like to do that, but with zombies and just <laughs> the shield. Got it. Perfect. This definitely sounds forceful to me, but I'll accept arguments to the contrary. I like to think everything that he does in the mech suit is pretty bold because this is not the way that you would normally do combat. No, no, I would. That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> they, they didn't teach you this at the academy. That's for damn no. sure. No, this is this is not how you would use a 
shield. No, no. This is the Amari signature. (laughs) In Mm -hmm. fact, if you use this on a battlefield, people would probably be like, dude, what the hell? Other guys! (laughs) Yeah, you can't use this on other mechs. (laughs) And you're specifically not supposed to use mechs against uh, organics. Hey, Amari. How many war crimes have you committed? Yeah, like, do we have to get into this? War's (laughs) over. We lost. It's fine. I, I paid my price. I lost. Uh, anyways, I don't need to destroy everything you believe in. It's great. Don't worry. It's whatever. Don't worry about it, dog. Okay, I need to find that. Okay. Um, what am I looking at, Mike? Difficulty wise. I think the better you roll, the more zombies are killed. Ah, okay. Oops. Back on two. Uh, okay. So that is a fifteen. Okay. In that case, I would request that you roll me three d four. Uh, that is two threes and a four, so that is ten. Damn. So, as you pirouette forward with this arcing shield, it goes careening through zombies with horrible... You know the sound a a freezer makes when the ice machine is turned from cube to crush? Makes that sound as the shield is (laughs) arcing through zombies. There's like a weird, horrible combination of meat and just shattering. I mean, it's mostly shattering. This stuff has not had time to thaw. These are zombies that were very much in empty space until very recently. And again, the only reason they're ambulating at all is because of the unholy power of the undead making their joints horrifically snapping meat limbs. All right. Ten people one time. New record. Got it. Uh, so you can choose to pass it to Shay, Florian, Zombies, Vampire. Florian, you go. I am going to. So Amari just took out ten. Mm-hmm. One got taken out by the mech dropping. Another got taken out by the mech with us dropping. So that's thirteen with Oswald's. That's not that many. That's fine. Okay. I'm just, my goal is going to be to kind of like pan out from where Amari and the mech is. And I just basically want to get their attention back so that they're not continuing towards Shay. So straight up Dr. Grant T-Rex in it. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that kind of worked out. So yeah. 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 (laughs) I didn't say Dr. Malcolm. Yeah. Hey, fuckers. No, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so you want I'm, to... And I will I will draw the knife. Yeah. All right. You want to act as bait. Uh, this mm-hmm. definitely sounds bold to me. Yeah. And like, yeah, I just kind of want to get like as close, maybe like as close to them as possible before like dipping so that they're actually like... Uh, what kind of talent do you think applies to acting as zombie bait? My first instinct is influence. But I'm willing to. That see was other. that was what I that was what I was gonna say. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna use an aether. Please well. do. Uh, this is pretty easy. You know what? I'm gonna be risky about it. I'm not gonna use an aether then. Okay. Uh, that's fourteen. Fourteen. You have successfully got the attention of close to a dozen zombies. And they are beginning to shuffle towards you. They don't move quick, 
but they're coming. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I do kind of want to. I don't want to just like run into the midst of them. Mm-hmm. I do kind of want to like pull back. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this so is a not, big like, right open area in this big open space, so there's mm-hmm. no cover to be getting behind necessarily. Cool. So. Um... I mean, we really need Shay to get working on this, but it makes more sense for this to go to the zombies next, so I'm going to choose zombies. Sorry, Elliot. Well, thankfully, the vast majority of the zombies that were right up next to near where Shay was are mostly gone at this point. The vast majority of them having been smooshed and or sliced. The ones that are left there are going to attempt to get at Amari in the mech. They want that sweet, sweet meat at the center of this crunchy business. How many licks does it take? (laughs) To get to the center of this tussie pop. I'm gonna spend a void die. So they're rolling that. Um, uh. My AC is 65, so good luck. (laughs) Well, no, I knew the difficulty for them trying to crack this, and they didn't even get close. Um, Perfect. The zombies that are are very attentive towards the ministrations of Florian don't have so much in the way of armored mech to peel through. So, Florian, I think you're going to need to give me some kind of avoid zombies roll. Okay. This feels... This, hmm. The number to beat is going to be 14. Because I'm out of void dice. I am going to... This this is bold, but I, I actually am going to argue that it's a careful roll because I'm really trying not to get bit. Yeah, that seems reasonable to me. Okay. And uh, athletics. I sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I would accept any talent so long as you can argue for it. But athletics definitely seems the most applicable. And one void die. <laughs> <laughs> That's 18 total. Okay, 18 total. Yeah, you absolutely manage to nimbly dodge the zombies as they come stumbling towards you. Not even trying to bite or claw at you, they're trying to club you to death with their frozen limbs. And you manage to wheel and dodge out of the way, kind of holding the knife up in front of you. Yeah. It's clearly it's clearly not meant to be, like, a <laughs> weapon. The zombies are going to pass it to the vampire... You all see the lights begin to go out on the other end of this space. And you don't know what happens because it starts getting real dark over at the other end of the cargo hold. Somewhere in the distance, you might hear a door open, but who can say what that means? And the vampire is going to pass it to Shay. So yeah, it's um... not right next to you all. It had to go all the way to the other side of the cargo hold. So it's coming in from the opposite side, uh, which is... okay. Close to 300 yards away from you all. Mm, something. How it got um, over there that fast? That's a question that was um, probably answered by where all those void dice went. Probably. Okay. Duma? Yes. Uh, so if I put a timer on the uh, hold doors, how long uh, do you think it would take uh, ballpark it, stick ballpark it to uh, get us all on board? That uh, depends on if you can fly. Right. Um, we can't? Okay, maybe a minute? Okay. If you jump yeah. good and run real fast. Jump that high. It's okay. Duma will come to you. Very okay. carefully. Alright, I'm gonna put a minute 30 on it. Okay. 
give me some kind of Aether tech. Alrighty. What's the Aether in this console? It is a very simple machine. It has one Aether. Okay. I will use it. Will that break it or draw the... Uh, definitely power it down. Oh, that's right. Because it only has one. This isn't super hard, though, right? No. This is a fairly easy roll, in fact. All right, 14. 14. 14 does it. You manage to easily set a timer for this door to open in a minute and 30 seconds. All right, everyone, we're cutting it a little close. We got a minute 30. Duma, countdown. Okay. Watch your heads. And at the... End of the round, you all hear the docking clamps let go for the shuttle, and there's a fairly sick bit of flying on Duma's part. As the shuttle drops, suddenly, in a moment of like, oh god, we're all gonna die, and then it barrel rolls while staying inside the hull, the cargo hold of this ship, and not plummeting through the door and crushing all of you. This is why we pay him the big bucks. Yeah. This is why he's our favorite shuttle driver. Mm-hmm. The car the door, the, the back hatch of the shuttle is still open as Duma begins to hover. There is an excessive amount of uh exhaust and wind being kicked up by the shuttle. The heat being put off by the thrust crystals on the shuttle is intense. And it seems to be melting the zombies rather quickly. Melting or thawing? Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. It seems the ice is the only thing keeping these uh, slurified zombies cohesive. Uh, all right. Yum. Delicious. Delicioso. So, who starts out the top of the round, Shay? I am going to say that it is Amari. Okay. Now, would it just be easier if I just picked everyone up again? Shay, you're still over at the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be either I need to go get Shay on the other side of the crash, like, fallen catwalk, and everyone else needs to run on, but I don't know if y'all can get on without me standing in front of, like, the heat of the thrust crystals. And keep in mind, the shuttle is still about 15 feet up. It has not landed. Yeah, I'd have to lift y'all up. Run Probably fast, easier if jump I... good. Yes, okay. So in that case, I'm going to go get, uh, I'm going to go get shade. Okay. The mech clomping uh, across the hold here, straight for you, Shay. Yeah, Shay, I'm going <laughs> to... I wonder if it's just easier if I just extend the barrel of the gun, tell you to grab onto that, and I I pull you back over. <laughs> Hang in there, kitten. Te- Woo! Te- yep. yep. Technically, if there's a malfunction and this thing goes off, it will be Shay's fault. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, will that be, f- like, far enough for, for, like, what, 15 feet away from the console? You were about oh 50 feet away from the console, but it's well, very easy for you to minute. tromp over there and collect Shay. Great, cool. Um, I would like to do that. Totally. You've now got Shay like an adorable football. Great. Perfect. This is the 
weirdest parental uh, experience you've ever had, Shay, as you're clutched ever so gently to the bosom of this mech. <laughs> but how does it make you feel? Strange, because my parents were a hive mind. <laughs> and this one's a robot. And this one's a robot. I need a therapist. <laughs> space therapist. No, space therapist, thank you. Somewhere, Space Freud is going, yes, yes, but tell me about your moms. <laughs> space Freud's a hack. <laughs> all right. Um, is that all I can pretty much oh, do? Oh, you still haven't acted meaningfully, really. Collecting oh, is fantastic. Easy. Cool. That's not very meaningful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, no, it meant something to me. Yeah. Okay. So I've collected shape. Shall shall I collect the others? I, I I'm just curious as to what I. If can you want to spend your whole do. turn like rushing around gathering everybody up into like a, a yeah, clutch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you could absolutely do that. Perfect. Okay, that's what I would like to spend my turn doing. Okay. You are all now in the cold metal embrace of Tux, kind of bunched up together like an everybody armful of puppies. Comfy. I hate this. Hello, everyone. It's very cramped. Mm-hmm. There are still zombies roaming around you, some of them trying to eat their way into the mech, and now you've got an armful of snacks presented. They can't reach this high, though, so I'll be it. So who are you passing it to, Amari, as you've um, got all of your friends bound up in your arms, at kind of standing below the hovering shuttle? Let's go Oswald. Um, what is there to do for me? Like- uh, you are clutched by a mech. The top of which is probably pretty within a fairly easy jumping distance of the the lowered ramp onto the shuttle. Now you say easy jumping distance. Uh, I'm assuming that's for people over four feet tall. That is a safe assumption. I apologize. Let me amend. (laughs) A great jumping distance. A A vast gulf. (laughs) An insurmountable feat. (laughs) Like, this is an impossible role. <laughs> I mean, I the very least, I could climb to the top of the mech so I'm not within zombie grabbing distance. Um, you can climb to the top and jump from there. I, I don't think I can reach that. <laughs> I believe in you. Just make the gravity weird up there. It's going to suck you up to it. I've used all of my Aether points. Well, I tried. <laughs> yeah, I went all in to kill one Save zombie. Save your ass. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so awful. Yeah. It is. It's very, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll climb up to the top of uh, of the mech just to get out of reach. Uh, see that there's still no way I could I could reach up there. Uh, so... What if I, I pop guess... the hood really quick and the cockpit comes up and gives you another two just feet? Launch him. <laughs> just launch him. It's not like ejector seat. Just kind of... And just like you can climb on up. Oh, I was imagining like the canopy on a jet. Just like that would be <laughs> fine if it was your turn, which it is not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I guess I'll just just stay up here uh, and pass it to the next person because it's not really. We pass it to Lori and Shay, vampire zombies. Lori and Shay, vampire zombies. Oh boy, let's go with Florian. Hey, uh, Amari, how are you going to get in the shuttle? Are you just going to, like, jump jump up there? Are we going to have to lift uh, you into this shuttle? No, no, I'm just going to, like, 
I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll jump All right, into cool. the thrusters or you'll well, go out after we open the doors and I'll just I'll use the thrusters once there's no the gravity. thrusters let it jump up onto the... Yeah. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'm going to uh, also climb, kind of like wiggle my way out and also climb to the top and can I just toss Oswald. Florian is tall enough that you can, from the top of the mech, lift Oswald up and gently, gently set him, him on the <laughs> ledge. Then I, I, I won't toss him. And I think he, like, yeah, very... Like putting a dog toy on a high shelf. <laughs> yeah. He does squeak. Uh, and, if it's, and if it's possible to do this on my roll, I'd also like to, like, help Shay or get in a position that I can help Shay if Shay just wants to like climb up me to get in. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to basically stand here and act as a an aid for Shay's role to get in, that's totally possible. Is it? So, but you said it was an easy jumping distance for a for a normal person. Yes. Okay. Cool. Never mind then. I'll I'll just get in the shuttle. Okay. Uh, yeah, easy enough. Not even gonna need you to roll for this one. Um, yeah. Just scramble on up there. Like, hold my arm out in case Shay needs Okay, who are you passing it to? Uh, Shay. Cool. Alright, I'm gonna get on up there. Alright, easy enough. Scramble up. Amari, very weird sensation. Nothing you ever experienced in the war, really, of people just, like, scrambling over your face uh, while piloting this mech. It's, it's... Like little puppies. Yeah. Um, and... Or like your many children. Clambering over you, desperate for your love. Don't <laughs> that many kids. What are you talking about? Amari's got 65 kids and he hates all of them. Each one more than the last. It's like a challenge for him how much he can hate his children. He does have their names memorized, but only to insult them. Just so he can send them birthday cards and get the wrong. Yeah. On purpose, yeah. I send them all birthday cards on the exact same day. All of them. <laughs> They all eventually well, realize that he that he must know, like when their actual birthdays are, because it's always just one off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook reminder: Shay, you managed to scramble up and get up onto the back of the shuttle easy enough, especially with Florian waiting there for a hand up. Mm-hmm. Doing anything else? Oh boy, what's our time at? You've got maybe a minute left, and the second hand just keeps on moving. Yeah, can I? wizard pilot this mech maybe you did go all in i did go all in so you're a little Um, burnt out so i would say not right now no okay you could steal aether from the mech to do something no okay Um, i will kill you no yeah like i'm not gonna drain my baby um well but then you could just fix it later well, but I mean, you have it's to survive to get to that so that point. Amari has to get so can Amari can get in, because <laughs> basically what I was what I wanted to do was be like was just like fucking engage uh, the thrusters on it, yeah, and make it come in the ship. Um, but if I can't do that, then I can't do that. Under normal circumstances, maybe. Right now, you're a little burnt out. Yeah, unless anyone has any other ideas, I I uh, pass it. Passing it to zombies or vampire? They're both really bad options. Um, oh, it's so bad. You could technically pass it to Amari. It just means that 
somebody else gets to go. Mari went way. first at the top of the round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought that was the end of yeah. last round. All mm-hmm. right. Well, yeah. Just do the vampire. Yeah, I was going to say. Mike knows what's coming. We all know what's coming. Yeah. Let's just get it over with and pass it to the vampire. Okay. Amari, you're the only one to see this because everyone else is up on the shuttle at this point. Zombies begin crowding towards you, their frozen limbs cracking as they are lurched forward by the evil nature of the undead. But across the cargo hold, where the lights had flickered and died, you see a figure emerging. Unable to extinguish the lights in this vast space, it is revealed by the overhead lights in the cargo hold. Apparently, those are too distant to actually be consumed by the passing of this thing. But everything around it shuts down and lacks power as it moves. And you see a man. Midrin, late middle age, skin very pale, but that is the mark of a seasoned spacer, not necessarily of the undead. Someone who doesn't get enough natural sunlight. They wear the crimson and gold of House Zolorus. They have slick-backed black hair. They look gaunt, but like someone who's survived for months, if not years, on ship rations. Not because they are a desiccated corpse. And this individual will just calmly walk forward until you see them looking between the console that Shay was just at and you, and they will smile and reach a hand out and gesture towards the console. And red lights begin blaring above you. Little flashing alarms begin to sound, and the door that is the floor opens underneath you. The vampire will pass it to the zombies, who begin tumbling out into space, refreezing from whence they came. It's not good. It's how you do. It's really just destroying the flavor there. As yeah, you, you two tumble yeah, out bad. into the cold, empty void, refreezing zombies bumping into you as they tumble around you, Amari. You see the vampire standing on nothing, still up in the hold. The wrecked catwalk floats out into space, suddenly evacuated by the sudden rush of decompression. And the shuttle also straight down. And thankfully, the three of you are still wearing your spacesuits. So (laughs) the explosive decompression doesn't immediately kill you. Hooray! Is Duma? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. His, the cockpit is thankfully sealed. Okay, oh, oh my god. For just such an occasion. <sighs> the zombies will then pass it to the vampire at the top of next round. Yeah. And Amari, you see this creature begin flying out of the ship, and it lands on the top of shuttle number seven. And that is when you lose sight of it. Oh, boy. Oof. Me. And it will pass it to you, Omari. (laughs) 
Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, I gotta activate the jets to try and like boost myself up to the top of of it. Yeah, absolutely. So via the open hatch of the shuttle, you all see the mech flying past the entrance into shuttle number seven. What are you doing, Amari? As you breach the rise and see standing atop the shuttle, seemingly naked in empty space, this individual, very gaunt, skinny, with long arms, gesturing with one hand, and you see a strange shimmer around their body. That doesn't mean he's put up like a shield or whatever. I mean, you can (gasps) see that he's not freezing suddenly from the absolute zero temperature. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what I'd like to do is I would like to hold the shield out in front of me and then level the long barrel of the gun in the little notch and then use the jets to stabilize myself and just coming up over the crest of it, knowing that he's going to be right on top. Just get ready to just blast away at this mother. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, I am going to, I guess, go mm, 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 going all in. Might fuck me in this neck. Okay. So, this is going to say, I'm going to say this is boldly. I mean, if this were a time to use to go all in, I mean. Right. But, yeah, I could, as long as I leave one left in the mech. Unless the vampire gets to go again and pulls all the stuff out of the mech, then I'm dead. Better make Pretty the shot good. count then. Yeah, yeah you dog. better do okay. a good job. <laughs> okay, so yeah, fuck it. Let's go all in. So And I don't remember. Going all in, do we act as though I had my full thing or just whatever's left? Okay, so one. Use the full and then you can add whatever you have left on top of that. Okay. That's that a lot. Oh, that's an eight. Okay. That's that. The vampire rolled a twenty-nine. Okay. You got this. Roll five plus that. And one more D eight. So I'm rolling six D eight. A D ten. I will use two of my mech's aether on this as well, and then I will pull the last aether from my pistol that I've got. Okay. That's a hefty roll right there. Yeah. Mean business. Okay. So, I will need to roll two more d8 after this. Run enough d8s? Yeah, I didn't... I I did not set out enough (laughs) d8s. Nine... 35 and two more d8. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus another five. Okay. So that brings us to 40. Is that right? That's not mm. right. <laughs> I already forgot it was math. <laughs> no, because um, it was 29 plus, was that six? Um, so that was 35. So. Yeah, 35. so okay. 40. Plus another five would be uh, 40. Okay. We'll, 40. We'll, li- we'll listen back to this recording and and <laughs> well, see that it either is way, completely wrong. Either way, you still get a critical victory because 29 Perfect. was the number to beat. So 
I'm just going to make a wild assumption that you're going to attempt to finish her here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hand it to me. Hand it to me. Alley-oop. So, as you crest the horizon of this ship, gun barrel in place, what does this finishing blow look like? <clears throat> so uh, he's coming. He 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 crests over uh, the back half of the uh, uh, the shuttle, and then there's the moments where like the targeting computer is just kind of firing off, going and like beep 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 beep, and then uh, he just looks at the vampire and just goes, "War is over." Boom. Because he's got to have a one-liner. He's been waiting for it for a while. And the vampire, of course, turns at the last moment to kind of like eyebrow Lugosi cocked to look towards you as the gun goes off and its face goes from a look of sinister confidence to sudden shock as this immense (laughs) industrial strength gun goes off in its face. And as you said... This gun was never meant to be fired at a single organic target. So, as you hit this thing, everyone inside the shuttle feels this rocking shudder. And from the intercom, you hear Duma saying, Whoa! But there is nothing left of the vampire, except for a fine red mist that begins to crystallize and glitter in the light cast by the distant sun. And as you reposition yourself to find the way back onto the the shuttle ramp, propulsion jets kind of readjusting your trajectory so that you land perfectly on the deck, your companions even now beginning to clamber and pull themselves back in zero-g to a position where they don't get crushed by the incoming mech, you all find yourselves back aboard Shuttle 7, the halo of frozen bodies still circling the Demetrius, and the dark, ever-hungry belly of the ship now torn open and exposed. So, uh... Well, I guess we, we could tell go the back... the whole foundation, <laughs> yeah. We could go back on the ship and, and go salvage it, right? I mean, Empire's gone. I mean, someone else fucking can. <laughs> I mean, it's our... Yeah. And as you leave this problem for somebody else, (laughs) I think that's a good good place to call it for now. You have succeeded in your mission to salvage the Demetrius now that all possible threats have been cleared of this derelict. Good job, Oracle Zero. Another notch of victory. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, the vampire's gone. Most of the zombies are gone. We could probably get it, you know, over to the Storm's Repose and park it nearby or whatever. Because there's still whatever that fucking thing in that room was. It's true. But I think that is a time best left to professionals left to scour and scavenge the ship. The Finder team has done its job. And so we leave you there for now. Going back to the Storm's Repose. One more mission done. One more victory under your belt. And a seemingly endless litany of dangerous things having been stacked up against you in the recent past is maybe raising some eyebrows about who's assigning these missions and why do they keep coming your way? Axelom and Dito, it's got to be. He's threatened. Because we're so damn good. But these are all questions for another time.
But of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MattComRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MattCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at The Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the, of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGurgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs. Such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter, at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, the world, the galaxy, is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.